Hey there, folks, it's PG. I just wanted to share a glimpse of our Patreon-exclusive bonus after show. This week, it's just David and I discussing the many experiences and escape rooms we played on our recent travels. I was influenced by our interview with Doors of Divergence, and I booked a ticket that very night to go play their games in New York. It absolutely blew me away. David talks about playing at Locurio in Seattle, and he also played a ton of escape rooms in SoCal, including some new games at Maze Rooms, 60 Out, and Steal and Escape. He and Lisa also check out Wild Heart Ranch, an immersive escape room Airbnb out in Joshua Tree that really inspired him. In this preview, we talk about playing escape rooms with new players, going out to experience Delusion, an immersive haunted attraction in Pomona, and Ghost of Mentryville, a recently reopened game from Arcane Escape Rooms. The next night we did Black Dragon at Escape Room LA with you. That's their new game. They've really leveled up over the years and the set was gorgeous. I think the best part of that was playing with Lisa's work colleague who had never played an escape room in her life. And so when we were at dinner, we were sitting down and I like, you guys have a system. You always make the least experienced person go first when we talk about likes and dislikes so they don't get influenced by us. She was like the hidden door. Her mind was blown. And it was so great to see it through the eyes of somebody who'd never seen these things before and and remind me not to be a cynical bastard about this stuff that's so magical. Yep. We always have people on the team give their notes and thoughts and feelings about the game in reverse experience order. And it's especially fun with really new players. They don't have to sit there and hear the team being like, "Ugh, the black light while they're sitting there thinking, oh, I love the black light. The black light was my favorite. You can hear their honest feelings. And then it's up to the team to make sure that they don't undermine the feelings of the new player, which is also, I think, a good exercise for escape room people. The next night, we drove all the way out to wherever you took us to go to Delusion. Finally got to see John Braver's work. All the way out in Pomona. It's quite a drive. It was quite the drive. I think it was a weird year for it to be my first delusion because it was sort of a mishmash of the different delusions that had come before it. It felt almost like a delusion medley. I definitely enjoyed myself. It was cool to see John's work after having done so much research about it in order to interview him. He's one of the very few guests who've we've interviewed where I had never experienced any of their work. So it was interesting for me. It felt like in a lot of ways I had done delusion before because I had done so much research. Did it match up with your expectation of what it would be? Yes and no. Yes, it was more or less exactly what I was expecting. I loved the stunt work. I wanted more stunts. I think for me, that was the biggest difference in expectation is that from the way people talk about it, I thought it was going to be like the stunt show at Universal Studios where guys are falling off the roof, left, right, and center. There's a guy on on a jet ski jumping and turning into a, a ball of flames. There's some stunts, but it's not like a stunt spectacular. So don't go in with that expectation. Yeah, the stunts that... I saw were great and I really, really enjoyed them. It was not like, oh, they weren't good enough. I just wanted more of like the best thing. But I'll say the actors were great. The sets were really good. 
I genuinely enjoyed myself. So I'm glad I got to see it. This year felt a little bit more action-oriented. It was definitely more like, go, 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 go. Mm. Some of the prior years, there's more quiet moments. They let the tension build a little bit more, but it's fun. It's, and, and, and I appreciate that it's different every year, right? You get a reason to go back and see what they've got cooking up. Yeah. The following night, Lisa and I went and did Ghost of Mentryville at Arcane Escape, which Ooh, that's... you had been telling me about this all through the pandemic. Ever since I had first started talking to you, you were like, you have to play Ghost of Mentryville. And I'm like, it's not open. <laughs> But now it's open. <laughs> they are. They just reopened it, but it's only running on Fridays. So for anybody who's looking to play, make sure you work that into your schedule somehow. And so what did you think, David? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I don't want to talk too much about it. But what I will say is that it's a really intimate experience uh, you know, over the years, I have repeatedly talked about my wish for more stripped down kind of black box theater style escape rooms that have more minimal sets and smaller sets and just do really interesting things. That's this. They did the thing that I have been wanting to see more of. And it was so good. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's an amazing two person game. I would say go with two people, three at the most. If you're going with four, you have to go in knowing that you're going to have to be very respectful of one another. It is a physically small space. So I did it with four and it did feel like we were breathing down each other's necks quite literally. But I'm glad to see that it held up. You know, I beta tested that back in 2017, 2018, quite a long time ago, it feels like. Even now, years later, hundreds of rooms later, it still really stood out in my mind. Listen to the rest of the episode now by becoming a patron today at patreon.com slash roomescapeartist to access our library of over 50 bonus aftershows. shows.